it's star time with the star Oddy rod ladies and gentlemen this is mr james 128 announcing our featured presentation star time with roddy rod enjoy it's star time and i'm your host the star roddy rod and today we got a very special guest my boy Theo, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Welcome. Hey, no problem. So, man, intro, give you give this give the fans a little intro about yourself, a little where you from, you know, a little little something. Yeah, my name is Theo. Last name Oyaga. I'm originally from Nigeria. I've been here for quite some time. I was stationed in Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy, moved to Jersey. Um, yeah, I'm in the IT field. So I do a lot of uh, working with clients, helping them fix like servers and- um, We're gonna get uh, into all of oh, that later. All right, you say give them a background. It's kind of a short but background. But you, you, you didn't mention that you're a family man and stuff. Yeah, 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 sure. I was, you know, I was getting down, a family man, married, got a kid. Kid's gonna be seven in November. So yeah, yeah he's, he's the life and pride of me. Yeah, he looks just like me. He has my same mannerism, so you know he's definitely my son. <laughs> That's what my <laughs> wife always says. He's definitely your son. She always says he's not her son. I know it says he's my son because <laughs> uh, he's he, he's just like a mini me, you know, in in a sense. So yeah, so love him. To All death. right, yeah. So I got a few questions to get into. Yeah, sure. Let's 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 go, man. Did you always want to do tech? What made you want to get into this field? Uh, funny you should say that. I, oh, I never really wanted to do tech, honestly speaking. Um, if I mean, you pretty much know me. I'm not, quote unquote, a nerd or a geek. I actually went to school for media arts, which is kind of like tech in a way. So it's, it's kind of related. So I went to school for media arts. I wanted to really get into the production world of doing like music and like putting music to soundtracks. Uh, so that's really my background. That's what I went to school for. I also went to school for business. So I did like a double major kind of thing. So I went for business and I also went for- What college you went to or college? Uh, yeah, I went to, uh, well, I went to college. Well, I went to university in Jersey. So I went to college in Atlanta. It's, uh, it was a small college. It was called uh, Abraham Baldwin. Then I also went to uh, uh, university in New Jersey. So it's the New Jersey City University. That's where I graduated and got my uh, degree. And uh, from there on, I actually started a management company uh music oh, wow. management. Yeah, yeah yeah uh it wasn't it wasn't really that big we had like um what it? i think we had like we had a group we had three acts well we had a group we had this r&b girl and uh yeah and the the, the name of the company was uh lace records <laughs> so this was back in the i guess you say late 2000s early 2000 and 10 is kind of when we broke it off yeah we put a lot of money into it you know we 
we didn't get no seed money, so it was kind of our money we put into it. And uh, it was, trust me, it was, it was a lot of problems with the uh, with the group going back and forth, changing lead singers, band members. So yeah, from there I got into real estate, and I did that for like seven years. And then from real estate, I got into IT. So yeah, I've been in IT for the past going on, I guess it's almost six years now. Yeah. 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 And that's where I met you, man. We had well, a before you fun. met me at this job, you had a previous job that you did. Yeah. You I was... Anything from that? You mean in you mean with IT? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was um I worked for this law firm. <laughs> What was it called again? Gretchen? And it was a big law firm. It was 59th Street, where they, um, the Apple the Apple building is. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right there. So, um, yeah, it was a big law firm. Uh, they did a lot of international um, law uh, acquisitions and, you know, criminal. Yeah, I was with them for like, um, well, I, my, initially I was supposed to be with them for like, six months then they kind of cut it down to three then before you know they cut it down to two so it was it was more of a contractual based um gig Mm -hmm. i remember that i was working with fidelity in new jersey around the time that you was working with them no this was in this was in new york it wasn't in new jersey no i said i was working before we came to aon i was working in new jersey ah gotcha gotcha fidelity Ah, and okay. that only lasted three months too. So, I, so when you said that, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. similar experience." <laughs> yeah, Somewhere. man, it's uh, but, it's it's a known thing in the IT world, man. You you're running from one contract to the next. So, so do you remember Aon? Yeah, man. I mean, shoot, Aon got my got my um, got me my real start into IT. So. I can I can agree to like the tech ball was really yeah really a difficult crash course. It was it was it's like um you know there's no I, I, you know in this field I wouldn't say there's no I don't think you can know everything. You go in with your you know with your with your feet light I would say that means you you're, you're jumping from one one system to the next system so you have to be very loose and you have to be very how will i say um able to move around because if you just i remember yeah. i remember my first day at aeon i was so scared to even go into the tech bar i was telling oxa yeah no don't put me in there yeah and so she had me go around the she had me go around the building delivering stuff and 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 um doing the printer inks and the right. toners and oh well, well for your audience they may not know who axa is so axa was pretty much our supervisor our lead yeah our lead. yeah so for the site. Uh, exactly for that site and she i think she handled what was it two us and some it was three of us right Oh, yeah, it was at the time. It was me, you, and Julio. Julio, yes, yes. But Julio I, left really fast. Yeah, he was. He was I think, out of there. I think I was only there. I think I was only there like three, like the two months, and he was gone after the the second months I was there. Yeah, 
So I personally didn't get enough time with him. Right, right. Because the way they made the scheduling, when I was doing my learning, they'll put Julio in the tech ball with me two days a week in Oxford, three days a week, and something like that. That was weird. So with two days a week, I definitely didn't even, or whenever I was in there, it was it was very short with him. I'll just say that. Yeah, I mean, I, the schedules say, are always changing. Yeah, the schedules are always changing. I mean, they had a system where they kind of rotate us to get like you know like a full experience of the tech bar, then also you know meeting with like the higher clientele, like you know like the explain executives. explain to the audience what the tech bar is and uh, the onward. To make it simple, the tech bar. If you if you go to like Apple, you know how they have the Genius Bar. It's kind of similar. They have a tech bar where um, the users, which are you know the employees, will bring their their devices. laptops, yeah, nice. their devices to a certain location, which was a depot, like a spot where we set up, and then we'll do. And we were on the ninth floor, so they had to come. Yeah, and I think we had 30, 30 something floors in that building. Yes, so, so people was taking the elevator or walking down or walking up. Right. So in the crash course, the tech bar was more something like if if it will, if it's something that will take fifteen minutes, you bring it to the tech bar. We'll get it done quickly. So the turnaround has to be fast. We will fix it and give it back to you. Then if it's going to take longer than t- than fifteen minutes, and that's when you will need like a dedicated uh, technician to actually maybe take the laptop. We might give you a loaner. A loaner is a secondary uh, laptop that you can use mm-hmm. in the meantime while we fix your, while we fix their device. So yeah, the tech bar was more of like, you know, quick fixes, something that would take about 15 minutes. But those 15 minutes can really get a lot when a lot of people are coming at one time. One so thing, one thing that got me really crazy about the tech bar is not knowing, getting flustered, not knowing how to fix a certain problem, and you're having to like be a professional and make it seem like you know what you're doing. Because there was right. a couple times I'm writing. We have a group chat, so I'm writing in the group chat, right? And I'm waiting, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see who knows how to do something, but sometimes I purposely, because I'm new, especially, this was also the times when I first started, so I wouldn't know exactly how to explain it. Right. <laughs> so the person's there waiting, and the thing is, we're working with employees from all levels. We're working from VIP to the, to the, um, to the lower level people who are just like regular employees. Right. And the people who are higher up, they think that they have more of a demand of getting their stuff done faster. You should know what you're doing. You're an imbecile, you know, as right. opposed to somebody who's an admin or a regular employee who's like, take your time. I'll come back. Right. I mean, but it was like stress levels. That's how I felt. I felt like it was stress levels in there. It was. Depending it was. Because you had multiple people coming back and forth to you. No, you're, you're totally right. You're totally right about that. I also How did you at, feel about that when you had all these different people coming back and forth? Uh, I mean, I felt, oh, you know, I always felt like honesty is the way to go. Like, if 
if, if it was the situation where I felt like it was going to take a real long time, I would let the, uh, the, the colleague know like, hey, this is probably going to take longer than the 15 minutes that you're used to. So you may have to leave the laptop or leave the device, the phone, whatever it was with us. And then we'll give you something to use in the meantime. So you're still, you're still kind of productive. You're not losing. Because that's, that's the main thing that a lot of the users are always worried about that. They're not being productive and they're wasting time. And, mm-hmm. you know, the company's getting billed for their time. So if it's going to take Yeah, but sometimes when you set up a loner. Right. It, it could be complicated at times because they don't necessarily... They will have the they will have the initial office suite, right? But a lot of times it's difficult because you will sign in and they can't retrieve certain files. You right. gotta try to get the website up or the link from the emails, and not all the time. I've noticed in some cases that the links will open or the links will save, and you know some people they're flustered when it comes to these. Not having the stuff in front of them, so we run into that as well. Yeah, we we, we run into a lot of problems. That's why I said it's um it's 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 a field where you have to really be on your toes, and you just have to reassure the um, the colleague that listen, hey, I know this may not be what you're used to, but you know this is the best you can work with right now, and we'll try our best to get you up and running on your initial laptop as soon as possible. So, uh, there's really, I mean, at the end of the day, but a machine is a machine and a machine is going to break down. So, yeah, and I understand that. I understand that. Um, yeah. So what did you like? What did you like working in the tech bar? Oh, in the tech bar? I mean, I liked it because, um, you get to really know the, the colleague one-on-one. Cause sometimes I, I, I looked at it like sometimes like therapy. Sometimes the, the, the colleague will, wants to get away from their desk. So they come. Sometimes they even just come and chit-chat with us. Remember? They'll come and sit yes, down. And, yes. There was there yeah. were some people that there were some people that was my favorite that actually used to come and come in and say, Hey, you good, what's going on? To yeah. some time. So yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, they'll come, chit chat, you get to know them, you get to know what they're going through. And then you just know that, yeah, it's probably the work environment that's making them stressed out, that they want to get things done quick and fast. But then, you know, when you, you get to know them and sit down with them and they know that you have their best interests, then they, they're more open to, like, give you that time to, like, really fix their issue, fix the problem with the computers. But I, I liked it in a sense because it gave me a chance to really know who I'm dealing with, who I'm working with. So that was one of the things. And then sometimes, you know, not everything I know. So I'll let the, I'll let the client know that, hey, let, let me do some research on the issue and then I'll get back to you. And, you know, that's where you go into the chat. You ask people in the chat. If they don't know, hey, Google's your best friend. You Google and look for it. And then sometimes you may not find a problem you may just have to issue them a new <laughs> a new system or wipe the laptop and put a new operating system on it so well what i liked mm-hmm. i liked the fact that it was many various different issues mm-hmm. until it wasn't because on mondays the first of the month everybody would not have a password yeah it was very when a password expires so we would have a line yeah for the door 
And those were the days where the the most stressful because I'd be having to run to the building to to not have complaints on those days. Because I know Monday morning is so busy. I'd be having to run to the building to open the door and I'd still be seeing like so many people waiting for me to get their password changed. But the password, except the BitLocker, the password itself was the password itself was fast, uh-huh. but in, in terms of the bit locker, that took a little bit more time. That took like a good five minutes. But you know what's so would, funny? I would definitely get to the point where I would ask people what they're here for. Or you're here for a cord, or you're here for a wire, or you're here for a mouse, or you're here for the you're here for the password, or you can't get to Windows. And I would just group them and say. It was basically turn, like as time went on, I, I found out how to manage things better. Cause I would like to say that when I first got there, right. nobody trusted me at all. I mean, it was the same with me, cause you know, I mean, people are nobody always- trusted me. They was asking for everybody else but me for a long time. <laughs> well, you gotta understand, people are always gonna flick to the people that they felt have assisted them in the past. So that's their their go-to person. So they're like, who are you? You knew, you don't know my issues. You know, I, I got that a lot until you prove yourself. Like, hey, um, I'm equally as good as the, the next man. And then once they see that and they get comfortable with you and they, you know, they respect your work, then they're open to allow you to assist them. I, I saw that a lot. Because remember they had that lady, um, she was a Donald Trump supporter. And nobody wanted to help nobody. She was such a mean lady. And then one time I go, and you, she had a dog in her office. You remember she had that very big ass office? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to I went to do a password for her phone one time. Yeah. Yeah, she had this big office. All the assistants she had were scared of her. They were like stressed out. I would <laughs> go there and I'll be like, "Is she here?" The assistants, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to the office. She's with her dog. She's on the phone. And for some reason, she actually liked me because I get the problem done and I'm done, you know? So she was a, like a no-nonsense kind of lady. She wants it done and she wants it resolved. And if you But she wasn't it, the only type of person. Almost everybody who was in the VI, who was in the the hierarchy, the high the high people, the VPs, the the right. assistant presidents mm-hmm. were like they want their stuff done ASAP quick. And if yeah. they didn't and if you couldn't deliver, they was calling somebody else. That is true. That is I true. remember one time I got yelled at because, um, who was it, Mel? Well, you right. know who he is. Had a problem with somebody and they reached out to him to do it and he had to do it. He got pissed. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the week that, you know, Axel was away. So a lot of times when Axel's away, Right. At least when I was still there, we would get flustered because somebody somebody would have to be in the tech bar, somebody had to go do the other stuff around the building with the printers, the VIPs, the vendors that would come in. It it, it get it, it gets real crazy at times. Yeah. Let me ask you Let me a get question. Shorthanded. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. How was your transition over to, you know, maybe the hybrid or the remote, you know, during the pandemic? 
I mean, did you transition over quickly or was it slowly or did you even like the transition? Did you like going into the office, assisting the users or you were like more like, oh, I'm well, staying at home? Let me tell you the truth. I When I was still working at Aeon, I never did remote support. Right. So it was... It was a hard, it was a tough thing to me to get used to. But as I went into different jobs, I would sit at my desk and help people over the computer and I got used to it. So when I started, when I was working at home, it was easy peasy because at that time I got used to it doing every day consecutively. Right. That's good. That's good. I mean, I I transitioned over quickly myself. But then mm-hmm. at one point, I got kind of like bored staying at home, and it was very hard to work with everybody on the on the network, and then my kid, the wife. So, but I I'll mean, tell you what. I mean, the family, my family couldn't, my family couldn't get used to the whole Zoom meetings, and you had to you had to be on mute stuff for a long time. But right. After a while, after a while, they started to understand that, oh, you're going to be taking meetings at this time, that time, you're going to be on the phone, we can't. So that part for the pandemic was very difficult to transition to. Right, right. Because, you know, with the computers, everything is generated through it. That is true. That is true. And I also think another transition, another thing that used to bother me sometimes was like, even when you're helping the, um, you know, you're helping the user, they're on the other side of the world, or sometimes because you know aeon we had like international as well and uh yeah it's so funny because at first we only did primarily the people in our location at that office we had two we had two locations we had the one downtown and wall street and then we also had the one in midtown and then you know from time to time we'll go help the users in the midtown office but then once we went you know uh remote it was like an open door policy. We had to like help. I was helping people in Canada. I was helping people in Ireland. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not just helping just the users in the building. That it was I'm a whole to. different scale. It was a whole different scale of doing tech support at that point. Yes, and then also sometimes you know when you have the laptop in front of you, you're quickly able to know what the problem is. But now your eyes are the user's eyes so you have to really depend on the user's eyes and what they tell you and then not everybody is tech savvy so you're like i remember i was helping this lady i was helping her for two hours trying to figure out something i just told her that i said you know what while i'm with you all this time i could have equally just told you hey let's do a quick um facetime on your phone and you just show me what you're doing as soon as she did that, do you believe we got that problem solved in two minutes? Yeah, I learned that now <laughs> at my new job that um, when you are work, since everybody's remote, you are, you have to do FaceTime. You have to go on FaceTime and do the problem, right. solve the problem. Because I'm connect, I'm helping somebody at home mm-hmm. take a computer fresh out the box and connect it. Not everybody right. can do that. Right. People but don't in the know what wire is what, and people yeah. would think everything fits into one place. Right. Well, that is true because even though you're doing face, like you're doing a FaceTime on Zoom, you can't really see what they're doing because 
the camera is actually on the computer. So sometimes you have to tell them, you know, let's do the FaceTime on your phone. So you can actually take your phone and show me your computer, what you're really doing. And then take the, you know, go down and go under the table and show me what you're doing. Yeah. So it was, it was a whole big, I would say culture shock and a whole culture changing and, you know, shifting your, your mindset of how to, you know, relate. And so I wanted to ask you, yeah. We were both dealing with a lot of user support, you know, at Aeon. Right. A couple of thousands of users. I'm talking about when we was in person before the pandemic. Right. Did you get a lot of flack and a lot of people trying to come back to you? Because where we were, we was in a remote location. Anybody could have came downstairs to us. Uh, I don't get the question. Did a lot of people come back to you and try to curse you out, or say, or try to um, say that you that you wrote their computer and things like that? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we got. I mean, I got a lot of people who were. Uh, I got this VP one time who came in, and uh, he had called in earlier saying he was coming in, but the receptionist didn't know he was coming in. So when he came in, he wanted immediate service but we were actually occupied helping some other people and then he was so furious that i don't know what i think he was it was not like he was even coming from a distance he was like in midtown and he came in he slammed that computer on the floor and he says and he was so mad he was making a fuss and cursing and left so i was just like well i'm just gonna tell our lead and they can deal with it <laughs> they spoke with him. He came back. He started apologizing. I was like, "Oh yeah, I know. The stress gets to you." And then I also had another lady one time um, who I don't know if you were there that time. This lady came in and was calling us monkeys. Remember? I don't know if you were. I don't, I don't think you were around. And then they banned her from the tech bar. <laughs> you can get banned from the tech bar. <laughs> She was she was actually banned from the tech bar, and I kind of felt that I kind of felt upset. About I didn't know that. you could get felt... banned from the tech bar. I had a I... lot of people who was very arrogant and aggressive to me after the fact that I fixed their stuff, and I would get so I would feel so disappointed because I'm over here trying my best. Now, don't get me wrong, people. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you know you you fix a problem, the problem comes back, right? Um. Person who's using the computer don't know that, so uh, they yes, come back sure. very, very agitated a few days later, saying nothing. You didn't fix nothing when you have it documented in your tickets that you did. That is correct. But there's just a reoccurring problem, and now they're right. mad, and now you have to re, you have to, oh, you have to um, get them a brand new, fresh computer. Well, sometimes I think like some people were actually doing that. <laughs> I got a number of people that they will bring their laptop. Oh, I heard about that. Because yeah, we that had is... a rollout yeah. of new computers. And what, let me tell you what I hate about Aeon. The policies kept changing so frequently. Right. We would have meetings like every week, but the policies kept changing. So... <laughs> They would get mad at me. They would get mad because I wouldn't keep up with the changes. I'm like, how am I supposed to remember this change? Now you're saying y'all disabled the bitlock, and now you're saying you, the person got to have this much stuff. They got to have a, a freaking approval from their board. I'm like, come on. 
<laughs> and then, of yeah. course, what's her name? She's mad at me because she's 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 sitting next to me on the um in the tech board. She's like, you don't remember last week we said that you have to do it. I'm like, really? <laughs> you get that too, right? Like they change yeah. the policies, but you're not remembering because they do it so often. Well, I mean, I had a I had a serious. I want a single serious art. When I first started, I think maybe in my like, like three months into starting at Aeon, and then I think Axel came at me, and she was talking reckless, and I, I was like, "Nah, I'm not having that." So I called. I didn't her. know you. I didn't know you got it from her. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. This is this is when. I, I always always got it for her because she'll always be like, you don't remember what this person was. She but came in here a few days ago. This is this this is the thing. So we see a lot to, of people though. No, but hold on. I had to check Axel. After I checked her, she stopped talking to me like that. Mm. Yeah, I had to tell her like, no, you can't talk to me like that. One, yes, you may be. The boss here whatever you got here before me but you can't talk to me that way plus i'm older than you stop that <laughs> like i had to check her and then you know what's so funny after i checked her we became real good friends mm. yeah yeah because i thought i don't did she did she trust maybe she trusts maybe she trusted you a lot more after that too yeah i think With she that. did I think she did and then she knew that uh, because like sometimes uh, she wouldn't want to go see an executive and then she would tell me to go see the person and I would go and I wouldn't make a, a complaint about it so she kind of like oh okay you are able to meet with the executives with no problem so she kind of started trusting me to start seeing the executives she started actually allowing me to see the executives more often because you know they kind of said that she was the one that should see the executives and we should just really focus on you know the but she but, but i've seen it myself she get flustered by their nasty attitudes at times yeah and I, when I was off the tech bar, I definitely didn't want to go up there at all, unless it was somebody who was like, um, it was one of them nice guys that you know. Because not all the time I used to fix things in a in a fast, speedy way. So I would want to go to somebody who's you know patient. Right. But you know what was the funniest thing? I didn't care. I mean, if you saw me, I didn't really care. I'll just go fix it, and then because one thing I, I kind of noticed. People are always going to get mad, and that's fine. They're always going to get mad mm. if the you know if it's a computer issue. I always looked at it like it's your problem, not my problem. So the computer is not working. You have well, to get stopping them from doing something. It is stopping them from problem. No, that is the problem. But what I'm saying is that I'm going to try everything to fix it, but I can't stop you from getting mad so if you're gonna get mad there's nothing really i can do i'm just gonna allow you to get mad so and you know I... what happened with me mm -hmm. i'm very nonchalant and at times i didn't react to some of the um execs when and the admins when they got mad so they used to just they used to piss them off and they used to uh, complain the rich oh yeah 
But you know they did you dirty too. Huh? They did you dirty with that whole you taking that leave and then the whole thing they they they, they did you dirty. Not. Yeah, I but just, I remember that you know a lot of people probably was 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 not um was not liking me upstairs though. I know that. Yeah, I know that because but I, after after a while, like Oxford stopped sending me upstairs entirely. Right, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. They had yeah. to stop sending me upstairs entirely. Every time um those guys send me a ticket to go upstairs, I'm like, nope, I ain't doing it. Mm. Especially if especially if the person knows me or I wasn't I didn't have a good repertoire with that person mm-hmm. so more than likely it was probably more of the um, higher ups complaining probably probably because I'm pretty sure you can't just like let me go over something real petty I thought it was petty and then after when they let you go they started talking about you and I was like nah I mean I was like what? this is funny because when you were there, they never said anything. They were acting like they're your friend, and now you're you're gone. They start saying so. I had to like tell them like, no, I mean, I'm not gonna allow you to say that because that's my friend. I mean, you should. Oh, said, oh and I'm pretty sure it was um the people in the office like um what was his name? No, it was it was uh one of the um uh one of the executive assistants. Oh, the executive assistants and them got Yeah, I think they. I had thought it was same. the people that shared the office with us because they were kind no, of no, 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 no. It was, it was one of them, and they came and they were like, "Where you were?" And I said, "Oh, that you don't work here no more." And then they started to start bad mouthing you, and I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna let you just say that. Why? Why you just say that while he was here?" <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. people, people, people are. People do you dirt dirty under the bus, so I've experienced a lot in my life. And yeah. I just want to say, what did you learn in the Aon working there? Oh, I learned a lot. I mean, I learned to... I, I actually learned a lot because I would say, like, it was my first professional IT gig. Because mm. the one I had before... I, the one I had before was more of an internship. Then the next one was just a... a uh, a contract so the experience level was not as was not as in-depth as Aeon so Aeon really gave me I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Axel probably went to bat for me too because people would say things to her probably then not say it to me and the chain emails I'm pretty sure yeah 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 I mean because you know that you never know what's spoken behind your back Exactly. So that's you know that's what I was saying because I was I kind of felt like if that to somebody that had left, what would you say about me? You know, <laughs> I mean, if, no, it's true. I mean, if people say certain things about other people in front of you, then you're like, wait a minute. So what would you say about me if I wasn't here? They Did have bad get? character. Yeah, so that's, that's all that's I got to say about that. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's the nature of people, nature of life. So you yeah, and you move on. People with the personalities, you know. Yeah, I learned I learned how to be a better troubleshooter, and I learned confidence in this field because you no, know, this this was definitely my first. I would count this as my first real IT job with um, where I had to do a lot of stuff. 
simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Like right. when you look at when you look at when we were there, we mm-hmm. did every single thing. Yeah, we did. I mean, we did everything that they allowed us to do. Because at one point, I actually wanted to do more. I remember I was telling you I wanted to get away from the end user part of yes. IT. <laughs> So I kept on asking Rich, like, hey, what's going on? Introduce me to network guys. And he was kind of like brushing me off. I was like, oh, okay. So I, I've, I, one thing I, about Aeon, which was good, you learned a lot. But then when you got those skills, I kind of felt like those skills just got stagnant. That you weren't really... Well, to tell, you the, to tell you the honest truth, when you go to different environments... Because I know that after that job, I had a couple of other jobs. Right. You learn, you you have to relearn yourself to do things because Aeon's system was Lenovo. Mm-hmm. And they had their way of doing things one way. But when it comes to like deployments and setting up DAS and stuff, that's mm-hmm. universal. Right. But everything else will change as per the the job you have in the environment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I didn't like I didn't like that we was I sometimes some days I didn't like that we was very busy. Like because it made me it made me less confident to the fact that I would have to see thirty like almost almost twenty to thirty people and I wouldn't get no break or I would end up, you know, facing somebody and I wouldn't know what to do with them. And some of those times were very hard for me to sit in the tech bar. Those were like one of the the toughest days dealing with these um, execs that were like big crybabies. Yeah, it could be be very stressful because like the workload was a lot at (laughs) one point. I think I think I remember everybody, and then and then at one point they was getting mad because if I you have to simultaneously somebody walk into the tech bar, you have to simultaneously say sign into the sheet, sign into the sheet. But right. I'm a type of person. If I'm trying to solve the problem, I'm not even I'm not looking up to see who's who's there. Right. And that was a that was a big problem for Asa because she would just come monitor me, and she'll be like, "You didn't tell this person to sign in." <laughs> but I'm like, I, 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 I could see why that was a big thing for her because initially, when I got there, mm-hmm. I was told that they had six technicians. Then when I was there, it was four. Then people started dropping off. And then when me and you were there, it was three. It and was three for a long time, I guess. Yeah. Right? So imagine imagine six people supporting 2,000 people. Then now imagine three people supporting that same 2,000 people. The workload is going to be a lot. So that's why we were always handling like maybe 30 people. 20 people a day and then and then we'd have to do other stuff like call up the um printers call up the um call up the people to, to come fix the old yeah. computers and, and those yeah. were time consuming don't get me wrong 
Yeah. Reading those numbers, uh-huh. those guys on the, those guys didn't understand my speech. So I would be sitting there maybe ten minutes on each computer. Right now, think about this. When you left, it was two people. Oh damn! Yeah, so it was me and Axa supporting two two thousand people plus the Midtown office. So if the Midtown office, I don't have to travel. Axa was not going to the Midtown office. I don't have to travel to the Midtown Midtown office, then come back and still do work there. Still work on all those tickets, and then they were slow to hire someone new. And when they did, they kept it at three. When they should have brought more people, they should have had more tech. So I could see why why Axel was saying have them sign in because when we went back to Rich, who was the manager, and said, "Hey, Rich, we need another technician," Rich will say, "Hey, the job is getting done with just you two. Why do you want a second person or another person when?" Just two texts of getting all the work done, but it's stressful. It's a lot. I don't understand why he didn't have compassion to get a third person when the team was so huge. Because even when I was hired, it was four of us to yeah. do the OLF. I don't know. Maybe the budget. That's another thing because I was crying for a raise. They never raised. They never gave me a raise. I was trying to get stability. <laughs> <laughs> no, but after after I had been there for what you were even telling me that I was I took on a lot of responsibility. I you, you know did. when Axel had left, I took on a lot of responsibility. I was kind of like the burned out. I was burned out, and I was pretty much like the because the supervisor what I remember because you were there the longest. The the people are more familiar and want to come to you, right? At that point, at least, too. But this is well, it also it fluctuated between um, Axa, Julio, then you, I guess. Yeah, but when Axa moved on to, she went into a different department. Mm-hmm. It became more me, mm. and then this was the point where I was saying, "Listen, I'm taking on a lot of responsibility now. I don't have the title, but you're giving me the responsibility like I have the title, but not the pay." So that's what I'm saying. Like, um, it was it was a lot of responsibilities for such little pay, right? And like, we would they, we would have to close the tech bar at four to catch up on other stuff. And for me, every like Thursday, I think mm-hmm. it, it was either Wednesday or Thursday. I would have the one on one with Rich. Right. 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 It wasn't a Friday. It was like a Wednesday or Thursday, whatever. He was free. So, like, we would have that for, like, 30 minutes. And then there was times I would never get to freaking fill out the tickets. <laughs> so, it's... It was, like, it was really... It was really a, it was really a stressful job for, like, what we, what we did. But it also... It also taught me that I could do a lot of things. And when she wasn't there... It kind of felt like me and you was in charge of the site because most of the times that Axel was away, um, you were in the tech bar. I was doing everything else. Printer, execs, vendors. 
so um yeah so what so after you left aeon did you mm -hmm. um did it get easier for you oh you mean well uh, where you at now is it easier day no, by day <laughs> uh well or it, just, it prepared you right Aeon prepared me. It prepared me. But then going from Aeon, which is you're, you're mainly dealing with, excuse me, and dealing with the same, the same, um, the same clients, same users, uh, same software, mm -hmm. you know, it's, you get, it becomes practical and you start knowing it. But then when you go from Aeon to where I'm at now, which is more of an MSP, whereas you are, you, you provide a service and you are dealing with multiple clients. So you're dealing with 80 different companies that use different softwares, use different things, different apps to um, different computers, some mm -hmm. use Mac, some use Linux, some use, you know, so it's like, oh, okay, you can have some. Yeah, as opposed to Aeon being a whole Windows environment and Lenovo. Correct. Except for the couple of surfaces we supported, but that wasn't a big scale. No, that wasn't. So, I mean, I would say here was a little bit more challenging. Just in fact that you don't know your next, your next ticket. Like Aeon became more of you get familiar, used. like you knew you, you're familiar, you know what was yeah. coming. You know what was coming. If it's there, like they will it's tell it's... you. They will tell you. Oh, you have like um four new hires this week. Oh, right. It was it was routine. It was it was it a routine. routine you, it became repetitive. It was a routine. You know what to do. You could do it in your sleep. Now, when you when I came over here, it was different because now I'm dealing with a company that maybe they they're math driven and mm. they got different they, they got different programs that's that where the difficulty comes like when you're faced with more different um different Correct. different ser uh, services because you know i've we work with lenovo and then i went other places they have dell they have uh, max they have different level of dell so Right. It's similar it's different ways to troubleshoot and different parts of like I remember when I when I went to my new job. Right. I think um I think I think F nine was to boot the menu and I think F seven was somewhere else. So it was a little difficult for me to adjust at times for certain things like that. I, I'm still I'm still on my toes over here because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's Tell like me how. In a sense, I'm not like I'm not. I'm trying to get familiar with a Mac, and then now it's just like some people you like. Some of our clients use Windows. Mm -hmm. so either they're using uh, Microsoft, then we have other clients that are using Google. So everything they use is through Google with the Google apps and the Google drives. Then you have other clients that are using Linux. They have other clients that are using uh, Macs. So, you know, and then it's also just different programs. So sometimes you may get a call and a, a user's like, oh, I, I'm having issues with this program. And he's telling you the program. And you're like, 
I do not know what program this guy is talking about. Okay, let me jump on your computer. You jump on your you jump on his computer and you figure out, oh, it's a Mac. <laughs> so now you're like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, I have no idea how to get this result. But the good thing is they have like, a, they call it like, a, they have a, a log of mm. like how to go about and fix, you know, like other tickets that they have used to fix the problem. Yeah. So each company has in our, in our system, in our database, each company has the programs that they use. And sometimes they're not really explained well, but they give the best that they can. So sometimes I'll have to let the client know like, hey, um, I'm not too familiar with, and they know because they know we support multiple clients and we're not going to know everything about the whole spectrum of everybody we support. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Give me some time and I'll get back to you. Let me ask a colleague or let me reference a ticket that might've been the same issue to see if I can help you with this. So they're, they're very good at that by giving you the time. And they're a little bit smaller companies. They're not like, they were not, I mean, we have no company right now that was as big as Aon. Maybe the most we have is a company with just 200 users. And that wow. was like, that was so that's like a change maybe, of pace right there. Yeah. So compared to Aon, which is like just our office alone was 2000. Then you go to Midtown, which was like another 30. And you there's um there was the um and the whole rest of the country right yeah the whole rest of the country and then all, even long island what was it um what was it garden garden city there yeah, were about 300 there were about 300 people in that office so <laughs> you're talking about aeon aeon was like millions you're dealing with people you know that's why we we were so busy yeah, but I never, I never at Aeon got to experience anything other than the people that were there. Yes, yeah. So I, did, right. so I didn't, I didn't experience that part. But when I went to different jobs, you'll get tickets from all over the place, and you have to. Even now, my my current job, I have people on the West Coast, and I gotta remember. Okay, this is West Coast, so let me call them at ten o'clock or eleven o'clock. So right. they're not they're not just dubbing my call. Right. So I want to ask you, what do you think? Do you think that IT support has a future with everything going on with the AI and all the stuff that's going on? What do you think of that? Uh, I think the support will just be more um, advanced in the sense mm. that we may not just be doing like the regular, like you know. Um, fixing the computers in the sense of like, oh, a bit locker or password change or uh, rebooting that or maybe... I mean, I agree because Windows is developing every year and the computers right. are coming with new features and they do refreshes every two or three years. So it's a new advanced computer with, the, with new features. Yeah. And I also feel like... Um, I feel like eventually, com- um, robots, and robots, and the way I look at it, they're gonna need they're gonna need technicians to support AI. So uh... they're gonna need technicians. So AI might be doing a lot of the stuff, but then they're gonna need technicians who who put in the scripts. So these AI, but that'll need- be more of the programming realm, right? No, because now even where I'm at. 
they have a lot of scripts for a lot of things that a lot of things is just um automated we don't even like they'll have like um i guess maybe because i mean more of a uh, a service uh service part of the it now is that like onboarding we'll, they'll, they'll tell us like oh we need to you need to do some onboarding we don't even go to the company they'll just say hey onboard onboard this person there's a script <laughs> we'll put we'll put this like a whole script we'll put the script on the computer it'll put all the uh all the, the network drives we'll put all the printers right everything we don't have to right know, we don't so have to i realized that i realized that it'll just be event the the, the job for um for user support desktop support would just be advanced will yeah. still be needed it'll be needed people are always going to need it will be needed Mm. I think that there's still a future. We'll just have to move with the times. We just have to get more advanced, you know, get a little bit stronger in our script writing. But now they even have like programs that AI that will put a script for you together. Like the the what is it? What's the name of that? There's a program. Shoot, I already forgot what it is. Uh, is it Get Up or Get Something? Program. It, it's it just like it does a lot of scripts for you. Wow. You, yeah. So I, I I think now it's just a matter of us be becoming more advanced in technology well, because technology is getting more advanced, so we have to get advanced with it. Well, yeah. I mean, they they obviously are bringing out things every year, and we have to keep abreast of the new technology and take exams every now and then yeah all right so thanks theo for coming on no hey it was, my it was a great conversation you know this is a conversation i wanted to have to talk about the what is like working in it support for the folks who are curious hey. for the young ones who are looking to change over or looking to get into this field. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know, you got any last words? Yeah, I would say anybody who's trying to get into IT, this is the best time to get into it. Um, there's a lot of... Um, there's a, Google is your best friend. I would say you can... Like, I know coming from... I had to go to... I, I actually had to go back to school to go into... to get back into IT. And I mm-hmm. feel like now there's so many things that you can do just learning online, you know, with technology just being so broad that you don't have to go to like these big universities and spend thousands of dollars to get this IT knowledge. You can actually get it for free now. So wow. yeah, yeah, if you want to go into get into IT, there's people like giving you a crash course on how to get into IT and how to um, study, you know, um, there's a lot of people who have their own podcasts. There's a lot of people who have their own blogs, their own YouTube channels and teaching you how to, uh, how to like do a lot of the, the stuff that you would, you would do at a normal placement, at a normal um, site, you know, even how to like cabling and switching and routing yeah so i feel like if you're trying to get into it this is the best time you know 
you can learn it on your smartphone you can learn it on your ipad it's this is the best time and it's only going to get better so are you planning to stay in user support or are you going to go further i'm always trying to go further um i you know i did the whole cisco but then um i'm trying now to get more into uh learning like i was going to learn the aws but now i see like at where i'm at they barely use aws they point to azure so the aws is the amazon web service and then azure is microsoft's own kind of web cloud based service so um yeah i'm trying to get more into that um and see where that takes me i still really want to yeah. get into networking um i have been trying to get away from the end user side but i feel like you always going to be there's always going to be an end user um yeah i mean after doing it consistently for maybe 7 years i don't think i want to be an end user for more than a few more years right right cuz it could be very draining so mm-hmm. i'm looking to expand as well in the future right i would say um start knowing a little bit of script cuz there's i mean even um microsoft have like their um their their help and documentation on like a lot of the scripts cuz um right now i'm doing stuff for like colleagues where i don't have to be on site i can just do the script from my computer and the scripts are already there they're already placed on um on microsoft all i have to do is copy it just look for the script i need copy it and plug it in and it works and sometimes we have a we have a we have a programmer on site who actually kind of like helps us as well so you know i think i think the um The advancement in getting into IT is is a good is a good step for anybody who wants to get into this field. I I would definitely suggest getting into it. And the pay is not as bad. And uh, the more oh, the pay is the pay is above average for most Yeah. most entry level jobs. That is But correct. I could say that I could say that I've been blessed because I kind of skipped the help desk step to get into that into the desktop. I did it, but I rather I rather be the one right doing the tickets than creating the tickets. <laughs> correct, correct. Yeah, so that that comes with more knowledge, that comes with more certificates. You know, um IT is always is IT is wide. It's not just help desk, it's not just routing, it's not just, you know, switches. It's 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 big. You can get onto the server side, you can get into mm-hmm. infrastructure. you can be on the knock cybersecurity side so it's pretty big cybersecurity is really big now so whoever wants to get into IT get into cybersecurity you make a lot of money uh money should always be the goal i i would say just know what know your craft and the money will come but yeah if you want to enjoy what you and yeah. enjoy what you're doing cuz you're going to be doing it for a long time yeah so tell so tell the people where they could find you a little bit uh well That's a good thing. I don't really have a lot of social media sites and if people trying to find me on social media, I need to really get onto my social media sites. Um, but I do have a um Instagram site. My Instagram is uh Sebastian. You can find me there. Um you can also find me on Facebook. 
My Facebook name is Theo Oyaga. You can find me there. And that's pretty much it. Um, on LinkedIn, but I barely go there. I just really need to catch up on going on to my social media. I've been taking a break since I'm more of a family guy. My son keeps me a little bit more off social media because I have to deal with his little bad butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you understand. You're busy after work, so... Yeah. But I mean, All if... Right. If, if your users want, I can always uh, send you my social media links and you can, I guess, wherever you're publishing this, you can, you can, I can send it to you and you can, you can post it up there as well. Of course. So yeah. thanks. It was great having you on, Theo. So oh, thanks a lot. It was a pleasure. You already know. All right, um, man. We'll be back. All right. Just let me know when you're having the next one. <laughs> All right. This is the Star Roddy Rod, and I'm the host of Star Time. So I want to tell y'all about this awesome show that I'm on called the Premier Boys Podcast, where it's just me and three other brothers, Ken Mr. Gentleman, Ken Talk Aaron Sands, and Long Live the Chief Mally Mal, discussing topics of the culture and our opinions, latest news topics latest stories, scandals, and we have a lot of fun doing this, you know? We talk our own opinions. Sometimes it's real raw, real raunchy, and sometimes it's just it's just fun and game. So, you know, listen to it with an air, you know, of, of enjoyment. We, we, we're here to entertain, you know? We talk about topics of the news. We talk about reviews of shows. We just talk about anything from music to current events and everything in between. So you can catch us on Wednesdays on all streaming platforms with the exception of Spotify. So after you listen to this, go right ahead and listen and subscribe to the Premier Boys Podcast. Recommended by me. The Star Roddy Rod of Star Time. All right. It's Star Time. Thank you for checking out episode five and my special guest, Theo. I knew Theo, you know, for a couple years, so it was real good to hear him chop it up with me about old work experiences, you know? What is it like working in the IT field, you know? So, got some good news for y'all. I'm seven days number one on the documentary charts for good parts. Definitely. And, I already know I got a special guest for next episode as well. Episode six gonna feature Long Live the Chief. They call me Mally Mal. My special guest next episode. This week's podcast shout out is the What's Next podcast with Chanel. Check him out. I was on the episode with him called Online Dating, where me and him discuss our online dating experiences. 
So that's my podcast shout out for this week. I want to thank everybody for checking me out on this episode. And continue to support, like, share, subscribe this podcast. Start time. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. We're going to make it. We're definitely going to make it. Check me out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, Google Podcasts, Radio Public. And anywhere else that you find your podcasts. This your boy the star Roddy Rod and I'm definitely and I'm out of here. Your it's your girl Maiden Putty and you're now listening to Star Time.